It's the final episode of Irk Nation, and like always, we have a whole new lineup of hosts brought to you by the TYs of Edmund Rice College, Cargilline. I'm your host, Abby, and joined with me today is my co-host. What's coming up today? For the final show, we have an interesting game between literacy legends with who the lyrics are line with Shakespeare versus Swift. Sophia, Emily and Case talk about a fad bit ugly with fashion fails and the stupid spends by celebrities. And what's an Arc Nation podcast without some conspiracies? So who will we start the show with today? Let's start the show with our own segment as we go down some Reddit rabbit holes. Hi, I'm Sean. Um, and welcome to Reddit rabbit holes. We're going to take you through some stories here and see what our guests think of them. Yeah, um, so we tried our best to pick out some ones that were kind of good enough for school and you know appropriate so hopefully they're funny enough um so the first one here is am i the a-hole for telling my husband my stepsister had a crush on him when we were younger i told my husband that my stepsister used to have a crush on him when we were younger i told him this a good three years ago and it's not like he's ever teased her or even brought it up around her so i don't think it's a big deal However, my stepsister found out I had told him because one of our friends drunkenly brought it up and my husband said he already knew and mentioned that I was the one who told him. I don't think it's a big deal, but mostly my stepsister and female friends are acting like I broke some sort of sister code by telling him about the crush. I have tried apologising, but my stepsister said she wouldn't forgive me for telling him as it's humiliating and for her that he knows. Was I the a-hole? Okay, so our first group of guests is Kate and Katie, um, and we're just going to get their opinion on this first story um, before we ask the lads. So what did you think? Um, I think, like, it's definitely not right, but I think it's It's 100% over-dramatised. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay, Kieran and Ivan, what do you think? I think it's a load of rubbish, to be honest, that she's even offended in the slightest. It's not like it matters. It's not like she's married to him. It's not like anything's going on, so I think it's quite stupid, to be honest. I think they're... She's been way too dramatic, the stepsister. Yeah, like, I, I think so as well. I don't think that she was in the wrong for telling him at all because, no. you know, it's, it was such a long time ago. They're married, you know, it, it doesn't matter. So there's a system on Reddit for voting and the people said that she was not the a-hole. So, Abby, do you want to read out your one next? Okay. Um, am I the a-hole for spraying some kid with my garden hose? Day? <laughs> Sorry. Am I the a-hole for spraying some kid with my garden hose daily after he walks all over our lawn? <laughs> I, 37 male, live with my wife, 37 female, and our son and daughter, 9 and 11 respectively. Recently, there's been this kid who comes by our house after playing soccer and either rides his bike or walks over the lawn while he cleats on his way home. With his cleats, on the way home. It started out as me giving him stern looks whenever I saw him, and then it slowly progressed to me asking him to just go around. The last time I asked him to stop, he made a point to stomp extra hard and twist his heel, his feet into the grass. Since then, I've just been hosing him. The first time I sprayed him with the hose, he ran off, but then for some reason, he just started standing there while I hose him like he enjoys it. It now progressed to me standing, sitting on my lawn chair, pointing my hose at him, and him just staring at me while he does so. Sometimes we even make small talk. I'm not going to lie, it started out as a really bitter relationship, but I've actually gotten to know the kid quite well. We talk for maybe 15 to 20 minutes every day, and he doesn't seem to mind me <laughs> being hosed down after sweating hard playing soccer. <laughs> he doesn't seem to mind being hosed down after sweating hard playing soccer. 
He comes by daily and we just chat while I hold him and he stands there for a bit. Um. Uh, my wife told me I need to stop even after I explained to her that she said I'm making us look childish and look like idiots. I could stop, but honestly, it's really funny waiting for him to come by and I see no harm in it. <laughs> We're going to ask the lads first because they seem to have uh, opinions. What do you think? <laughs> How old are you? 37. 37. I don't know who's the a-hole in that. I think there's a, a bit of both, to be honest. So I'm actually unsure. Yeah. Okay. And the girls? What do um, you think? I'd agree with that, but like, I think it's just really petty. But like, I mean, they made a relationship out of it. So if they're friends, I mean, do it. <laughs> They seem to have made amends from the yeah. whole grass drama. Like. No, it was it was when um he goes uh, he enjoys. It. I was like, no, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's just weird. That's the like, line. No, just picture it. Yeah. Like, getting, getting Imagine getting down and just talking. Like, oh, I was scared. <laughs> it seems like an unusual ra- relationship, all right, but Reddit voted that there were no A-holes in that situation, which I probably agree with. It's just kind yeah, of strange. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, and our final one for today um, is a story about a pregnancy announcement. So it's a bit long, but it, like I say, there'll be a few opinions. Um, so my sister Lila, 20, 28 uh, female, and I, 34 female, are both the children of a single mother. Growing up, I... I was always closer to our mother since we were closer in age and had similar interests. I was also very quiet and well-behaved while my sister was wild. We grew up in the sheltered suburbs, so her behavior wasn't nearly nearly at the level of a lot of kids generally, but it was at a point of stress for my mom. Many moons ago, my sister and my ex-boyfriend started a relationship. I was already I was all right with it since he was my ex-boyfriend in high school. I made a mistake after she got engaged to him, and I'm not justifying this, but when my ex and I had a moment, I gave him, I gave in and I slept with him. I immediately regretted it and told my mum the morning of crying. She was upset at me, but understood, and when she tried to console my sister, Lyle blew up uh, at her and said that my mum was taking my side instead of hers, and was mad that my mum consoled me or whatever. She didn't talk to my mum for a long time after that. Lila is pretty happy now. She's got her life together and earns pretty good money. Her husband is rich and she has a cute baby girl. My mum dotes on the baby and ever since Lila has made up with her. Takes Lila's side on everything because she's scared of losing her. I recently found out that I'm pregnant. I currently don't have a job and I'm living with my best friend. The baby's father will not be in the picture. After the terribleness that was this year, this child is a blessing for me and I'm really happy and couldn't wait to tell my mum. Yesterday we were meeting for a picnic in the park and I was really excited to make my announcement. I had made cupcakes with blue and pink frosting for everyone. Before I could tell anyone, my sister let everyone know that she's pregnant also. She's five months along and knows the gender. Everyone was so elated and I was a bit hurt but decided to make my announcement as well and revealed my cupcakes. My mum was silent when she told everyone and when I prodded her she said that she was worried for me since I don't have a job and she doesn't know how I'm going to survive raising this baby by myself. I started crying and told her that, of course, she's going to criticize me and compliment my sister, and that's the favoritism is starting to show. My mum got hurt and said it wasn't her intention, and then my stepdad spoke up and said that she was right, and it isn't about favoritism, since my sister got everything figured out and that he doesn't know if I'm capable of raising my child by myself. I yelled at all of them for underestimating me, and that just because I don't have some fancy job doesn't mean I can't raise my baby. I left in a huff. 
My dad later called me and said that he's sorry if my feelings were hurt, but that I really ruined the mood of the picnic by asking my mum of her thoughts and ruined my sister's announcement as well as mine. I don't think I'm the a-hole, and I just wanted to prove it to them. Um, am I the a-hole? Can we ask the girls first on this one? Um, I think she kind of got her karma in the sense that like everyone kind of didn't side with her. Like after like what she had done, I think she kind of deserved it a small bit, but at the same time, no one really like wants to hear that when they're just after announcing they're pregnant. Yeah, I think like the, I think they're just genuinely like worried for her. Like I don't think, I guess in the moment, in the heat of the moment, I could see how she could take it like wrong, but like, they were just genuinely worried for her. Yeah. What about you? What do you think? I believe she is the a hole. To be honest, she did a wrong thing in the first place. And never condoled for it. And I also think the family just showed genuine concern, as the girl said. And I don't think they said anything wrong either. I think she's just taking it all to her head. In the uh, yeah, I'm I'm with Keelan. She sh- really shouldn't have slept with the uh, with the guy, and especially since it was uh, her sister's boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, I think that was very wrong. That's fairly bad form. Like a Also, can we acknowledge that the dad is like the most sensible character here? Are like, the boyfriend and the husband the same person? Yeah. Or is it a different husband? Oh, oh yeah. Because oh. uh, they, were, she was engaged. The younger sister was engaged to him at the time. Oh yeah. And then oh, they did. Everything. They got. They still got yeah, married later does. on. Oh. Personally, I think she is the a hole because she's probably a bit bitter as well. Like yeah. given the fact I after doing something child. like that, I think you should try and make any amends to your sister. So not announcing your pregnancy at the same time as her is kind of the least she could do. Yeah, she was give it a week at least. The a hole yeah. on Reddit, two thousand votes. So like, I think that says enough. A lot of people <laughs> agree. Yeah. Okay, so we have to wrap it up now. I think we're all agreement in that one. Um, thanks to our guests for joining us, and thanks for listening to Routed Rabbit Holes. Reddit is a really weird world of its own. You don't know what you're going to read on it. Let's head over to the girls in a fad bit ugly. Hi, my name's Emily. And my name's Sophia. And my name's Kate. And this This is a fad bit ugly. So in this podcast, we're going to be talking about expensive clothing that might not actually be worth the money um, and some bad celebrity fashion choices. And fails as well. So to start off, we start off with um, some expensive clothes that might not be worth the hype. Yeah, Yeah, like shoes and stuff. So an example that comes to mind is probably these golden (laughs) gooses that I've seen. Oh my god, I've seen them too. They're about 500 euro. You pay 500 euro for these shoes to come dirty. Dirty. Permanently dirty. It's just like... But why would you not go out into your garden and like a new pair of shoes? They're not even like the nice either. They look like they belong on like. Three but you year get olds, them for like you get them in duns and then just dirty your own shoes. Like they don't the look one. like they'd match anything, and they have a big star on it and like weird glitter stuff on it as well. Like, and the same with the like Gucci ones. They're the same. They're yeah. dirty as well. Like, would you not just want to buy them clean and have that like sleek kind yeah, of look? Yeah, it's just it defeats the whole purpose. And also Balenciaga, they have some wild oh shoe my God. choices. <laughs> like, uh, these sock shoes. Why would you want to wear socks? If like, just, they're so ugly. to know how people can go around. And the like texture them. is like cloth, but like it's not like a shoe kind. Of. And like, what are you going to be like 
where are you walking like on concrete like, like are you going to be walking on concrete for the whole thing like what would you wear with them is it a tracksuit like the cuff of the pants you couldn't even put into the shoe like exactly. you'd have to wear it's just yeah. also on the topic of Balenciaga some clothing choices that I that they have are very questionable like for example Kim Kardashian wearing like that whole like black outfit from head to toe covered for the Mecca, like? in black yeah oh, and that yeah. was for Balenciaga was it yeah um like why like are they going for the whole like I know it's meant to be out look there but <laughs> I don't think it's meant to be that out there no and also it's like a bit of like a like, I don't know it looks a bit weird like with the covering her face you know it's a bit like what why it just doesn't look good and there was rumors that people don't even think that it was her Oh, yeah. Speaking of Kim Kardashian on the Mecca, her dress last year when she wore, what was her name? Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe's dress. Like, what do you think of that? That was a replica. It after it's like a piece of history, and that was a replica. She had to no, but then for the actual red carpet, she she put on the real dress and stretched it. She didn't. She did. Yeah, she did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's it called? But um, she had to lose so much weight. Yeah. She didn't try fit into the dress. And the and zipper like, like broke and everything. So yeah. it's like it's a piece of history. No, well, she she wore a replica, then got changed for like five minutes and, and then still changed back into destroyed the like all the O's and stuff. Like that was yeah. just and it didn't even look that disrespectful. Great. And it's not yeah. like she was close to Marilyn Monroe either. No. Like, okay, let's get into some fashion trends. So we think, oh yeah, what do we think about like micro trends? Like that the trends that only stay in fashion for like a good month, like. Show those like patchwork clothes. Oh, that's like so lovely. I if think. We look at our do we think Uggs are a micro trend, or do we think they're like? No, they've no. been in fashion for. But yeah. they, went, they went so out of fashion. Like, like I know they I'd went out. Like but five years ago, back. if you wore Uggs, you'd be like, "Oh my god, what oh, are you wearing?" Yeah. And now it's like, but that's all because they've so. been in fashion now for a good year. Yeah. yeah, but like, what about the ones as well, like the swirls, and like the furry hats and like the furry. Like I don't like cheater. the fur. I. I I don't like fur collared coats. I don't like I'd them say. They just look, no. I don't know, I'm not a fan of the look what of them. What about the Urban Outfitters corsets? They've been kind of like overworn a bit. Like I think they're a bit like overrated for the price. Like you mean they're they just like, too they're expensive. They're like And you could get, you could get the same kind of, a similar kind of, what do you think about corsets in general though? Yeah. I think that's a micro trend. I don't uh, think it's a micro trend. I don't but think it's a micro trend. It's going out of yeah, fashion. Yeah, it's it's going like, it's, it's just like. Well, I trend I love with cargoes. I love oh, cargoes. I love what cargos. do you think about parachute pants? <laughs> no, not a fan. I Stay love away. them. I think Stay they away. look so good. Like, you know, the luminous green or luminous no, orange. No, not those. Them. Not the ones from, well, like, Lovely. So I, like <laughs> the, I like the white ones. I'd only wear white army green or black ones or, like, grey ones. I wouldn't wear, like, luminous like, green ones. Are you talking ones. about the massive ones that are, like, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the cuffed ones. I'm talking oh, about yes, just, I'm thinking like, cuffed ones. No. Yeah. No, I hate the cuffed yes, ones that people wore to, like, Concert slash yeah, I'm just not a fan. Um, do you think cowboy hats and boots are a micro trend, or think yeah, I think they're a micro trend because like they're not going. No one's going to be wearing that, especially the hats, anyways. Yeah, no one's going to be wearing that. Like a year from I now, feel I like can't see anyone I feel like year like a year from now, people will look back and be like, "Ew, like they're disgusting." It's like, can we talk about like, is it stylish or are they just like rich? Um. To finish up on the podcast, we're going to be looking at stupid items that rich people buy for no, no apparent reason. reason. So let's get into it. To start off, I think just like um, 
like the prime drink. It's not even like that's not even really like a rich person would buy this. It's like what do you waste your money on? It's like it's these like twelve year olds that are idolizing these KSI, KSI, and, Logan KSI and Logan Paul. What do they do? Nothing. Um, like you can buy this drink boxer. for like up to like twenty euro is just one singular bottle. This mediocre drink that probably tastes like any other soft drink in the market. Like it's just stupid. And like, why would you not go out and just like? What? I don't understand. Is it that like that you're showing people? Oh, I have pride. Like I'm rich. And like they don't drink it either. No. Yeah, they just, they just, they just like, they collect it. Like it's weird. It's like a collector's item. It's not actually like a drink. Um. Another thing are these like mischief like big red boots. They're totally impractical. Who you can't? They're not even like you think. Oh, I wear them for fashion. They're not fashionable. You could probably look at them and be like, "Could I wear them as wellies?" But like, why would you spend four hundred euro a piece per shoe on a pair of wellies and hang around the garden? They're not even like from a fashion company. Like, yeah, it's not even like like a popular brand. They like show like. They um, sell items like this is not like a shoot like and I saw this TikTok once and it was like this guy uh, 3D printing um, the shoe and it cost him like $10 and they looked exactly the same. And it was it's, just, I don't understand why people would be like, oh my God, I, I need, need to have my this. life. I don't yeah. understand that. And as well with the big Fruit Loop. Oh, that's weird. Like this big Fruit Loop that the same company also sell ginormous fruit loop in one bag in one package of a cereal packet and people seem to just but want I'm to so buy confused. it why do they eat it then like i don't know is it a collector's item like it is edible i know for is a it fact a, yeah. it's edible and oh um, i feel like why that company's like you're going on there just to buy stupid stuff to be like oh just look what i have just it, to show like, it off like you're not it's not perfect i have money yeah. yeah you're not you're wasting your own money and as well like a supreme brick that's oh my god like the things that supreme can put can smack their brand on and then and just people put will it, buy it as well and then like, it like i'm just so confused 800 who who is buying an actual brick that you'd build a house with that has supreme printed into it and no and the price of the brick was like, like, like 750 supreme, approximately supreme sell like blankets they sell pillows they sell toothbrushes like etc like yeah it, they sell the most random things they're such a and charge branded. such high prices and it's like yeah. not even like luxury it's items. just like items it's, yeah it's not luxury it's, lux- it's not stuff. luxury it's not luxury um material either it's just they but smack their brand supreme isn't it. even like a top like class like oh gucci whatever brand it's literally supreme like yeah. i don't understand why people are like oh i have to have this from them like it just makes no sense to me <laughs> and finally um, another stupid thing that people with loads of money would buy is the Tiffany & Co. silver ball of yarn. That's just stupid. Like, are you going to be really yarning anything? Like, are <laughs> knitting. Knitting anything with a, a silver silver ball of yarn. And like, but I'm not sure if it's even actually um, actually usable yeah. as a ball of yarn. I don't think yeah. it can actually come apart. And like, I wouldn't expect like, Actually, no. Tiffany Co. do sell some stupid things. They but I wouldn't but, like, think I wouldn't be like, put, put it past. No, they sell some weird things. Like, um, I think they sold. But the price like, of that it looks like a small, like fake ball of yarn. Like it's not a proper. You couldn't go knitting something. You couldn't go knitting a scarf with that. And like, even if you were knitting a scarf, you need a few yarn. You need a few like bundles of yarn. Yeah, yeah like why nine thousand a piece. Like that's why do you no, need it? Like no you, one's. You don't need that. No one wants to pay that. Like. At all. I'd say it's just for like to put up and show, but then even some of 
put up for show. It's not like a well known Tiffany and Co. silver body they, yarn. You're yeah, not gonna it, know it how much even they sell it this, on it. They sell this tin can that's like so expensive. I think for, it's for a nine thousand. You yeah, can get for like nice jewelry. This is a thousand. This is a tin can for a thousand dollars. What's inside? Like, what does it look Nothing. like? Nothing. It's just a look. It's a tin can. That's that literally looks like something you would for buy how much? for how much? a thousand. Like dollars. something you buy like you some get spaghetti hoops in or something and just take the take the. They sell like a yogurt package off. And like eggs and like I, like, paper I just cups. wonder why are they how much produce are they making? Like who is how many people are yeah. buying these things? Do it you just think, seems stupid. Do you think they sell it just just to say they can sell it? Like yeah. just yeah, yeah. they can. People are only buying it just to be like, I'm bought from that brand. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Anyways. all from us today. Uh thank you for listening to our podcast. Come back next week. As always, we'll be here every Thursday. You've, You've been, been listening, listening to, to a, a fab, fab bit ugly. ugly. If you had that much money, do you think you might go a bit mad with your money and what would you spend it on? I probably would, like, honestly. Would you? I'd say so. Yeah. Coming up now is some conspiracies to consider with Evan and Adam. Welcome to uh, our conspiracy podcast. I'm Evan and I'm joined by Adam. So today we'll be discussing the Zodiac Killer and who was he. We'll be discussing JFK and how the government did a major cover-up. And we will also be uh, discussing Princess Diana and how the royal family set her up. And Zodiac Killer, who was he? He was on a killing spree from 1968 to 1969. He murdered five people in North California and he mostly targeted young college students and attacked a lone taxi driver who uh, survived and there was a sketch of him but it was there was never a match and those interesting coded messages but the CIA or FBI couldn't decipher them um he still hasn't been found and he's still on the America's most wanted list and there's a documentary called um um so he hasn't been found he's still on America's most wanted list and he's probably dead and there's a documentary called The Most Dangerous Animal and it's about who's a guy who thinks his father was the Zodiac Killer. Definitely would recommend if you want to watch, if you want to see more details on the Zodiac Killer. Okay, Evan, what conspiracy do you have for me today? Uh, I will be discussing uh, John F. Kennedy's assassination and how the government did a potential cover-up. So... Um, when John F. Kennedy was assassinated, um, the most fatal shot he took was to the head. And from where the shooter was Oswald, it was he was at the Texas School Book Depository, which was behind the car. But according to witnesses, um, the bullet probably came from a different location called the Grassy Knoll, which was facing directly in front of the car. So... Uh, what most people believe is that the government had uh, three men, or not just Oswald, and that they set up Oswald, and uh, that they set up Oswald as a patsy, so that the government uh, wouldn't be found out by the public. And there's another theory as well, the magic bullet theory, in which the government proposed that uh, John F. Kennedy was assassinated using only one bullet. And in the FBI database, the bullet is still there and it is perfectly intact. However, when multiple tests were ran to try and reproduce this theory, 
every bullet that was fired ended up in a mangled and distorted condition, whereas the bullet that was supposedly in the car after the assassination was in a perfect pristine condition. So, and it was only one bullet, whereas witnesses heard two to three shots. So this, again, is probably the government covering up an inside job. Uh, what's your take on the assassination? Um, I definitely don't think it was just a simple murder by Oswald, but it was either by the mafia, Russia, or maybe even the CIA. Why do you think that? Because it's just all too planned out and weird about getting shot in the neck twice, how he was able to shoot him that well from that far away, and how he got away. So what's the final conspiracy for today? Um, the final conspiracy for today is Princess Diana and why the royal family killed her. Um, her relationship with Doherty Fade, the analysis of the wreckage of the Mercedes revealed that had a glancing contact with the white Fiat Uno car which left traces of paint on the Mercedes bodywork. Extensive attempts by the French police to find the vehicle involved were unsuccessful. AI Fade further alleged that the Fiat Uno was owned by a French photojournalist named Jean-Paul James Anderson, a security service agent, according to Al-Fayed, who had photographed Diana while she was at his villa in St. Topres in July 1997. Anderson's death in May 2000, Al-Fayed claimed, was either due to guilt over what he had done or because he was assassinated by the French or British secret services to silence him. Anderson died in May 2000. The official verdict was suicide. His body was found in a black burnt-out BMW in a forest near the town of Nantes, near Malawi, in southern France. Anderson's death was attributed to the problems in his private life. What is your theory on this c- conspiracy? Um, I think Anderson's death was probably set up as if you were committing suicide, you wouldn't do it in a car and then burn your car out. In the middle of a forest, in a tiny town in the southern, in the south of France. So I definitely think there was a cover up there to silence someone. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely. It seems all odd. It definitely wasn't a suicide, but a murder. To wrap up, we're gonna go around and ask our fellow students, <laughs> um, what what they think about the conspiracy theories. Callum, what do you think about the Zodiac Killer? I think he's still alive. I think he's still alive and I think he's still killing. Sean Cuthbert, what do you think about Princess Diana's death? It happened under very suspicious circumstances. Do you think she was set up by the royal family? I think she was. So, Miss, what do you think of Princess Diana's death? Um, I think she was probably killed off. I don't think it was an accident. Rian Coleman, what do you think about JFK's assassination? Well, I mean, he was dead after her, all right. Bit of a shame. think he could have done good things. And what about how he died? Did that... Seem any suspicious? Any suspicions to you? Yeah, because apparently the guy wasn't a great sniper in the Marines, so he could have had a bit of help from someone else. Don't know who, though. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to, to the, the Car Conspiracies. conspiracies. <laughs> what do you think of those? Do we believe them? Who's up next? Uh, do you think Diana was murdered by the royal family? I don't know, like it was fairly convincing. I'm undecided. <laughs> <laughs> Right, time for another debate with a twist. Here's Keelan, Ivan, Sean and Rian on one on the one-worded interview. Hi 
Hello and welcome to today's One Word po- Interviews. I am your host, Rian Coleman, and alongside me are my colleagues, Sean, Ivan, and Keelan. Today we will be covering a range of to- of different topics and welcome the students of TY1 to help us pick our debating topics. Does religion have a place in society? Keelan? No. Yes. Possibly. Okay, Keelan, why'd you say no? I I just don't believe it is really prevalent. People's opinions get misguided by them and our laws and beliefs get twisted by them. Sean? I suppose, I wouldn't say every day, but we still have massive holidays like Christmas, Easter, celebrated throughout the year, every year, two weeks off. Loads of people's families get time off. So yeah, I'd say religion still does have a large impact on society today. Really? Uh, I'd say it depends on uh, how it's used. If it's used in kind of a fanatical way and stuff, there's uh, no place in society, but it's just just maybe a regular praying or stuff like that. It should be fine. <laughs> Ivan, do you think religion has a place in the current society? Um, I think it does because um, it helps like with the people's personalities and their culture is just like all based on religion. So, uh, so yeah. All right, Sean, uh, what's your question for this week? So my question is, is Formula 1 a sport? So, Keelan, come to you first. Uh, no. Ivan? No. Rian? No. Keelan, come to you first. Reasonings? Uh, I wouldn't really say it's a sport, but I'd say it's more of a, a skill. Because it's like it's like a death-defying skill. You're putting your life at risk. You're not really like testing. You're kind of just testing a driving ability, which is like a basic skill and not really a sport. Yeah. <laughs> Ivan, we move on to you. Um, I'm with Keelan. Um, you're like basically sitting down for a few hours in a car, just doing loops. So um, not much like exercise is being done. So uh, so yeah. Move on to Ryan. Uh, I agree with the other two because uh, if that was a sport, you could just say, "Oh, I'm speeding on the road. I'm doing a sport now." So there is a physical demand to Formula One. Drivers lose tons of weight during races. They have to train to be a certain physique. Ivan, would that change your opinion slightly? Yeah, I'd say that uh, that changed my perspective slightly. Yeah, actually, Ivan, you have to be roughly around 65 to 67 kg, so your point is quite misguided there. Uh-huh. Uh, Sean, what's your opinion on whether Formula One is a sport or not? Um, I would say it's a sport. There's tons of forces acting on all the drivers. I suppose, yeah, there is a certain skill aspect involved, but there's at least five or six Gs going into they're most drivers' necks at some stages during races. They have to train day in, day out, watch their diet. So yeah, I would say it's a sport. So Keelan, what's your question for this week's? Uh, my question is, is there gender equality in Ireland? Yeah. Right. Predominantly. No. Uh, Ivan, why do you believe there is? Um, I think there is because compared to some other countries, it's just a lot better. And like... While the wages aren't, there's a bit of a gap. It's still not that bad. Uh, compared to Saudi Arabia, like in Saudi Arabia, there's many problems. Like um, the women are forced to wear different clothes. They can't choose what to wear, really. And the men really just have higher rights over them. Irene? Uh, I said uh, predominantly because uh, compared to other countries like Saudi Saudi Arabia, as Ivan said, Ireland's definitely a lot better, but there is still maybe a little bit of work that needs to be done, possibly. And Sean? Yeah, I'd have to agree with Ryan. There's obviously it's better in Ireland than in other countries, but still there's a massive pay gap. If a man and woman are both up for a job, the man is predominantly going to get the job. 
so yeah women also experience discrimination often way more than men and that's why I would say there isn't gender equality in Ireland so Keelan what's your opinion on the matter uh, I think there is gender equality I, th- I think there used to not be but as of recent and it's grown tremendously um, like before there used to be a massive pay gap now it's it's not really seen at all it is in other countries but not in Ireland uh, I think the only thing that is lacking in gender equality is the way women are treated by the general public there's a lot of discrimination even going out in the streets and all that or just walking home at night they may experience discrimination of some sorts uh, we also asked our class their thoughts on the matter Katie, is there gender equality in Ireland? No. Yeah. Uh, is there gender equality in Ireland? It's be- better than a lot of places, but there's still a bit to go. All right. Peter, is there gender equality in Ireland? Uh, well, I don't really follow it, so you're kind of barking up the wrong tree. Uh, that was uh, the end of our uh, one-word interview podcast. We hope you enjoyed. My name is Rian Coleman, and my colleagues are Sean, Ivan, and Keelan, and we hope you have a nice day until, until next time. Bye. Interesting questions there, tough to answer with one word. And last but not least, the one the Swifties have been waiting for with Shakespeare versus Swift. Hi, you're listening to Is This Taylor Swift or Shakespeare? I'm Kira. I'm Katie. And I'm Ava. And we're going to be talking between these two literacy legends and seeing who said what. You might be wondering how we compare Taylor Swift to Shakespeare. Well, Taylor Swift goes a lot deeper than 22 and Shake It Off. Her songs are poetic, deep, and make everyone feel something rather than to shake it off. After all, Taylor Swift wrote a song about Romeo and Juliet, but we know all too well that Shakespeare could never write like Taylor Swift. We already know the lyrics and we know who said what, so we're going to get some of our classmates in to put them to the test. Anyone at home, you can play along too. Okay, so we have our first contestant, Emily, to play Shakespeare or Taylor Swift. Um, Emily, are you Swifty? Uh, I guess you could say that. Okay, um, <laughs> are you ready to start? Yeah, ready to do. Okay. <laughs> Did I close my fist around something delicate? Did I shatter you? Taylor Swift? Yep, yeah. well done. Do you know what song it's from? No, no idea. It's Coney Island by from <laughs> Evermore. Ooh, I don't know what song. Uh, okay, the next one is My pride fell with my fortunes Shakespeare? Well done <laughs> <laughs> And the next one is uneasy, uneasy lies the head that wears the crown Shakespeare? Yeah, you're right, it is Shakespeare Ooh. <laughs> hey. The old widow goes to the stone every day But I don't, I just sit here and wait Grieving for the living Ooh, what's the mm-hmm. hurdle? Shakespeare? Sh- Taylor Ooh Ivy by Taylor Swift from Folklore. Evermore. (laughs) (laughs) You're a (laughs) Swifty. Okay, another one is All That Glitters Is Not Gold. I feel like it's like a trick question. I feel like (laughs) it's like. Is it Taylor Swift? Nope. It's Shakespeare. Yeah, I was going to say that. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I mean, it was 50 50. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so well done to Emily. And next up we have Kate. Kate, are you a Swifty? Um, not really. I listen to her now and again, but... Um, the first one. My pride fell with my fortunes. Shakespeare? Yep. Well done. Okay, your next one is Your touch brought forth an incandescent glow, tarnished but so grand. Taylor Swift? Yeah, you're right. 
And that's also from Ivy from Evermore. I wish to know the fatal flaw that makes you long to be magnificently cursed. Shakespeare? Taylor. Ooh. <laughs> it's Ivy again. <laughs> this above all to thine own self be true. Shakespeare? Yep. And your last one. Reputation is an idle and most false imposition, often got without merit and lost without deserving. Taylor Swift? No, that's Shakespeare. Turn. <laughs> they sound so similar. I know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> How many were Taylor Swift than Shakespeare? Yeah, they all sound like really similar. It's kind of hard to mm-hmm. differ- differentiate between them. Has that like changed your views on Taylor Swift at all? Yeah. See what, it, see what more of her songs are like. Okay, that's good. Okay, we've got our first boy now. Um, Liam, are you a Swifty? Barely ever listened to Taylor Swift, to be honest. But that's more poor of a One form. Direction fan. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> why don't you like? Ta- why don't you listen to her that much? Don't really like that kind of kind of music. Like so. What music do you listen to? I don't really listen to music that often. But do you not? You actually listen to Harry Styles and One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> um, your faithless love is the only hoax I believe in. Uh, Shakespeare. Taylor and hoax from folklore yeah (laughs) okay the next one is is love a tender thing is it too rough too rude that's Shakespeare hold on okay the next one um weave your little webs of opacity that's Taylor it is it's karma from midnights now my eyes leak acid rain on the pillow where you used to lay your head that's Taylor yeah I don't remember. How do you remember to be Taylor Swift fans? Like? Fake fans here. Like. For real. Uh, happiness from Evermore. <laughs> now, after hearing all of those lyrics, what are your thoughts on Taylor now? She's probably... Oh, she's good. Like, but I, just, I just don't really listen to... Yes, fair enough. Tara, like, so. mm-hmm. um, do you think there's a difference between her and Shakespeare or are they pretty similar? Pretty similar, but... Okay, thank you for coming on. Um, our next contestant is Lily, and she's very much a Taylor Swift fan. She went to her reputation tour in Dublin when she came. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> it was uh, pretty good. I went when I was like 12. Uh, yeah. Do you remember a lot from it? No. Would you go see her again? Yeah, she was actually really good. Yeah. What, do you remember like what was like your favourite song on it? Don't blame me. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, so we're going to ask you a few Taylor Swift or Shakespeare lyrics. And, you know, since you're a really big fan, you've been to her concerts. <laughs> I think she you should right. know this. You should, you should know, know this. <laughs> okay, your first one is What's Done Can't Be Undone. Uh, Shakespeare. Correct. Um, so we've been outnumbered, raided, and now cornered. It's hard to fight when fight ain't fair. We're getting stronger now. Taylor, well done. Yep. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. Wow, guys, these are real fake Taylor Swift fans. I don't know her lyrics, but I know her songs. Mm. Do you know what song it is, Lily? It's Change from Folklore. Or no, not Folklore. Fearless. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> But what a ghostly scene. You wear the same jewels that I gave you as you bury me. Taylor? Yeah. I'm so happy you got that because you're human. <laughs> um, falling feels like crying till the bone crush. Taylor? 
Yeah. <laughs> you look so unsure. <laughs> and that's from Gold Rush from Evermore. Thanks so much, Lily. You, you did well. really well there. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, do you think you'll listen to even more Taylor Swift after this? Since no. you're a massive Swiftie. <laughs> I like her as a person, but I don't like her music. Okay, next we have Abby. Abby, are you a Swiftie? Yes. Our first Swiftie, oh my God. <laughs> okay, um, what's your favorite album from Taylor? Folklore, probably. Oh, yeah, good choice. <laughs> so you're gonna know a lot Love of it. these. This um, should be really won't. easy for you. Definitely won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first one is, did the twin flame bruise paint you blue? That's definitely Taylor Swift. You're right, that's from All Too Well. You can plan for a change in the weather and time, but I never planned on changing your mind. Is that Taylor Swift? Yeah. I don't know what song that is. Do you want to give it a try? It's The Last Kiss from Speak Now. Should have known that. I think, anyways. So we've been outnumbered, raided and now cornered. It's hard to fight when the fight ain't fair. We're getting stronger now. Taylor Swift? Yeah, what what song? It's on Fearless, isn't it? We went... It is on Fearless, but do you know what song it is? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. It, that's from Change. Our next one is My castle crumbled overnight. I brought a knife to a gunfight. They took the crown, but it's all right. Taylor Swift. Yep. Do you know what song it is? No. That's Call It What You Want from Reputation. Nah, not a big <laughs> Reputation fan. I love Reputation. Oh, oh no, my I God. I really like it. It's probably one of my and yet to say the truth, reason, and love keep little company together nowadays. Is it Shakespeare? Yes. Oh my God. Well done. <laughs> well done, Abby. You did it very well, and thank you for coming on. Best contestant, yeah. For I real. think so. <laughs> for real. Sorry, Lily. Uh, I hope you feel offended. All right, guys. And last but not least, the biggest Swifty no. in the room. <laughs> Hi, Sean. Go away. <laughs> All Sean, right. what's your favourite album? Um, Folklore or Evermore, <laughs> probably. It's another good choice. This should be pretty easy. Oh. Yeah, what's your favourite song? This me trying. That's Folklore. that's a very good one. Yeah. Um, How do you think you're gonna do? I'm I'm scared, honestly. <laughs> it's okay. You're in the chorus like it's this album. Don't worry, yeah, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get them all wrong now. Like. The pressure might get you. You never know. Nothing can come of nothing. Shakespeare. Yeah. Okay, I have another one. Um. I want auroras and sad prose. I want to watch wisteria grow right over my bare feet. Taylor Swift. Correct. Do you know what song it is? The Lakes. Very good. (laughs) Back when you fit in my poems like a perfect rhyme. Taylor Swift. Yep. What song? I don't know that one. That's Holy Ground. Oh. Yeah. You seem too happy to say that. Like, I knew that one. (laughs) (laughs) And yet... To say the truth, reason and love keep little company together nowadays. Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, Lord, what will become of me once I've lost my novelty? <laughs> Taylor Swift. Well done. Right. <laughs> what song? I that was an easy one. <laughs> what I song? No idea what that it's nothing from. new. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't listen to Red. Like that's the only one I don't want. I know. Yeah. Phoebe yeah. Bridges too. You should know that one. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you're really confident. Now you're in the hot seat and you can't, hey. can't deal. Okay. Oh, I have one. Um, we are such stuff as dreams are made on. I was about to say that one. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> this one's hard. Uh, can you do it again? We are such stuff as dreams are made on. That's Shakespeare. Yeah. Is it romantic how all of my alleges. Elegies? Elegies. Elegies. Elegies me. Taylor Swift. 
Elegies. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say that? Elegies. All my elegies eulogize me. Okay. Tongue twister. What song is it from? The Lakes. Okay. See if we can find one more. Um, how can it be said, I am alone when all the world is here to look on me? Shakespeare. Well done. Okay, um, one more. Uh, oh. Past the curses and cries, beyond the terror in the nightfall. Taylor Swift. And what, what song? song is it? Oh, I should know. Major this, pressure. I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's happiness from Evermore again. Oh. Oh. Well done, I you did, did really did well there. Really <laughs> yeah, we really knocked your confidence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you You're bullying me. I've so <laughs> exposed you a bit, but... Yeah. You did well. Hey, exposed. I got them all. <laughs> uh, you can get them all right, okay? You buddy? didn't know the songs. Well, I got them all right. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Thank you for coming on anyway. You're welcome. Okay, that was our last contestant. Thank you so much for listening. Um, please do let us know how you got on. You no, know, we'd be really interested. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just to wrap up, I think we should all say our own favorite Taylor Swift songs. Um, mine is Haunted from Speak Now. I think mine is August from Folklore. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> um, I like, what's it called? All of the girls you loved before. Oh yeah, that's a good one. That's it from Shakespeare versus Swift. Hope you enjoyed. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>